I tell you the truth, anyone who doesn't receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you again. I praise you, Father, again for fearfully and wonderfully made for that ministry. God, just thank you so much for, for giving them the, the courage, the obedience, the faith to step out and, and to do your work. God, I just praise you for that. I, I always love to see people step out in faith and do your work. God, I just ask that you continue to bless that ministry. And Father, I thank you for the people that are here today. I know we've got people that have traveled from a long ways, Father. I ask and I claim protection over them on their travels home. I also ask that you continue to bless this congregation, the families of this congregation. God, help their families to grow. Help the covenant of family to grow. God, it's so important. One of the biggest things, the biggest thing that you've taught us in this church is that our family is our number one ministry. So God, I just ask that the the leaders of those households see that, that they grasp hold of it, and they keep leading their family in the right direction, which is towards you. And God, in this moment, I need you to anoint me from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. Father, I ask that you take all of my pride, my selfishness, my anger. God, anything that's blocking me from giving your message today, God, I ask that you cast it to the sea and you replace it with nothing but your breath your words, and your love. Help us to love, laugh, and forgive. Amen. All right. Again, today we're going to try and finish this series on You Are Called. Uh, this is a series that we started weeks back. Uh, in those series, we have discussed uh, humility. These are the characteristics that you need to accomplish a mission that God gives you. So humility is something that we talked about, obedience, patience, discernment, confidence, courage, and then last week was knowledge and wisdom. This week, what we're going to try and end it on is faith and love. Faith and love. I want to start with faith. Faith is tricky business, guys. It's, it's tricky. In order to fulfill any mission that God gives you, you must have faith. But there are certain types of faith that God asks us to have. Through his word, there's certain faith that he asks us to have. I want to go look at Mark chapter 10, verse 15. I actually broke this down in two translations. Okay, I'm going to read the one that I love the most first, because y'all know I love the New Living Translation. I tell you the truth, anyone who doesn't receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it, right? We just read that, amen? But the message translation, and I'm not a big message guy. I'll just be honest, I'm just not. I mean, nothing wrong with it. It's a Bible. Listen, if somebody reads it, that's great. But, but they change it up a little bit too much for me, but I loved the way that they worded it in this Bible. Unless you accept God's kingdom in the simplicity of a child, you'll never get in. That's, that's a big word, guys. Simplicity. To me, that verse is where the phrase childlike faith came from. Okay? God's going to give you a mission that seems impossible. I guarantee you when he reached out to Katie, I guarantee it seemed impossible, right? Like there's no way I can do this ministry of fearfully wonderful. But there's no way I can do that. But the thing is, is I want you to think back when you were a kid, okay? When you were a little punk running around getting in trouble at school. I want you to think back to that time, okay? 
when you were a child, I guarantee you that you had dreams of being an astronaut, a professional athlete, a scientist, a superstar musician, an A-list actor or actress, or maybe even the president of these great United States. And no matter what anyone said, no one could take those dreams away from you, right? I mean, my dream, my dream was to be a professional football player. I was going to play for the Dallas Cowboys. That's what I was going to do. That's, that was my dream. And anybody that told me any different, I said, it was crazy, right? As a child, we had those dreams and ambitions. Am I right? Am I the only one? Am I the only weirdo in here? Like, <laughs> for those of y'all that traveled a long way, I apologize for our congregation and the way they act. <laughs> so when God gives you that mission that seems unreachable or impossible, you need to dig deep and pull out that childlike faith, that simplistic faith. Guys, it's still in there. The only reason it went away is because of you. Y'all feel me? <laughs> Caroline, most of y'all know my, my youngest, Caroline, my seven-year-old. If you don't stick around, you'll figure out who she is. She's kind of like what Kate was talking about. She'll be all over the place running crazy and stuff. <laughs> Two days ago, Big Mike was in here painting. A lot of y'all know Big Mike. Big Mike was in here painting, and Caroline's never met a stranger. She literally went over there, and she said, you're not doing that right. <laughs> and she grabbed the roller, and she went to town, okay? Big Mike just loved it. And you got to see Big Mike, right? Like some of y'all, he's not here today, is he? Big Mike here? Raise your hand, Big Mike. He's not here. No, okay. Big Mike's literally like, you know, Y'all know who Brock Lesnar is? That's Big Mike, okay? So, but, but Caroline, she put him in his place. But that's not the story I was going to tell you. That was just one story. Okay, so the story I wanted to tell you was this past week I walked in the house. I got home from work. I walk in the house, and, and, and I'm going in, and, and there at the dining room table sits two baby dolls, okay? And, and they've got their, their plates set, and their napkins are set up, and their silverware and so forth. And Caroline comes walking in, and she's got an apron on and I said, well, Caroline, who are these two? And she said, well, those are my, my baby twins. I said, Caroline, you, you can't have babies. And she looked me right in the eye and she said, the Virgin Mary did. <laughs> How do you argue with that? <laughs> like I'm trying to teach her the Bible. If I, if I come back any other way, it's going to mess her all up. But, guys, that's childlike faith, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you couldn't tell her any different. Like, she thought, literally, that's her babies. She can do that. Childlike faith. So that's the first faith that God asks us to have when we're trying to accomplish one of his missions. What is the biblical definition of faith? To find that, I want to go to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Now, for those of you that are seasoned Christians, you probably have that memorized. But I need y'all to truly understand this verse, to put this verse into perspective, what faith truly is. I want to dig a little deeper, and we need to grasp and understand what the opposite of faith is. This verse says that faith is something we cannot see, correct? I mean, we take that from this verse, right? And you can see it right there at the bottom, of things we cannot see. So the opposite of faith is sight. It's things we can see. Can we agree on that? 
I'm going to need y'all to agree on that before we go any further. Head shaking nods. Amen. Y'all all look funny doing that at the same time, by the way. So if you feel God has given you a mission, but you're really not sure if it's from God or not, and you want to test it, and it's okay to test it. We've preached on this before. First John chapter 4 tells you to test the Spirit. You want to make dang sure that you're hearing everything correctly. You need to ask yourself these questions, guy. Can I see myself accomplishing this mission? Is this mission way out of my comfort zone? Does it seem impossible? Is it something I cannot see myself doing? If your answers are no, the mission is from God. If you sit there and say, no, I can't do this. Yes, it does seem impossible. Or I can't see myself doing that. No, I can't. I cannot see myself doing that. It's from God. So how do you know this? Because these are things we cannot see ourselves doing, right? And what we cannot see is faith. So you may be asking yourself, why does that even matter? Michael, what do I need faith to accomplish God's missions? Why do I need that? I don't, why do I need this faith? The reason why, guys, just five verses later from Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, is Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. And it is impossible to please God without faith. In order to please God, you must have faith. So you will not please God if you go after the things that are already easy for you to accomplish. The things you know you can do, those are the easy things, right? Doesn't take a lot of faith. Faith is the thing you cannot see yourself doing. Missions from God are not easy. They're not easy at all. I've yet to have him give me a mission that is easy. I've yet to have him give me a mission that all I had to do was wake up and put my shoes on. There's always an obedience check. There's always a faith check. The reason it's hard is because it's growing you, right? We've talked about this before, spiritual muscles. I mean, you know, you can't, your muscles ain't going to get any bigger unless you're in the gym, right? It's the same way with faith, guys. If you want to build those faith muscles, you got to start taking those steps. You got to start working those faith muscles. read the rest of this verse anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him so why does God want you to have faith because he wants you to seek him a lot of y'all know this my job's at the house you know one thing I talk about is I wash the dishes right the other thing I do is I take out the trash. Like, those are pretty much my two jobs. My wife does everything else because she's amazing. She's the most amazing woman on the face of the earth. hope she watches this later. <laughs> those are my two main jobs. I don't have to go to God when I know I'm supposed to take the trash out. Okay, let, let me explain this. Um, that's something I can see myself doing, right? Like, that's easy. Like, I don't see God calling me and saying, hey, I just need you to go take the trash out. That's, that's not how God works, guys. What God does is he asks you to turn the trash into treasure. That's where faith kicks in. If I'm walking outside and I've got this bag of trash, how am I going to turn a banana peel 
a, you know, a, a bag of chips, a beer can, I mean a, a, a Coke can. <laughs> How am I going to turn that into treasure, guys? Faith. I mean, I honestly want you all to think about this. And never mind. Oh, I was about to jump ahead of myself. Let's keep going. I'm sorry. There's a lot of trash in the world, guys. I, I truly believe that the calling for this church when we started this series is that we, as a church, are supposed to help God turn that trash into treasure. And I want you to see something. God will also, and it says this, Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. That word rewards. So the cool thing is, is out of all of this, if you do step out in faith, if you are obedient and you go after these missions, you'll be rewarded. But that better not be why you do it. If that's why you do it, me and you can have a long talk. You don't do it for you. You do it for God. You do it for others. He will bless you. He will reward you. But that may not come in the, you know, money. May not come as a home. May not come as a new car. But it could come when somebody reaches salvation. It could come when your family is growing on their walk. Because you took that hard step. That's what's most important. That's the rewards that matter, right? The rewards that he gives us comes in peace and joy and harmony. So if you're struggling in life right now and you don't have any of those things, he's probably been asking you to do something. And if you just take that step, He'll reward you. It's kind of one of those things like, what have you done for me lately? Like I have this saying with my staff, you know, like they'll have this really good day, they'll sell this big diamond and everything, and the next day I walk in there and they're bragging about it, but what have you done for me today? You know? I truly feel that our God, if you continue to not jump out in faith, if you continue to not be obedient, he's waiting to bless you. He's waiting to reward you. He's got this bag full of joy and love and peace, and he just wants to dump it on you. But you got to take a step, guys. Do something for God. I want everybody to do something for me. We put a lot of pins in the pews. They're on the corners. If y'all could grab one, I want everybody to have one. Pass them down to the people in the middle of the aisles. Everybody grab a pin. If you got your own, that's fine, too. And if y'all notice, I didn't put Christian warrior pins out there because y'all steal those all the time. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. I actually sent Tristan. Tristan went to the dollar store for us and got those. I think he said he got 120 of them for like 10 bucks. You know, y'all can steal those all you want to, by the way. <laughs> Nick, show him that picture. I need all of y'all to take your finger, just like this, just draw a dot on the end of your finger, just like that. I know that's a square, but it was really hard to make a circle in my computer-generated picture. 
draw a little spot on your finger. Now show it to me, because some of y'all, I'm going to make sure y'all are actually doing it. Ashley, did you do it? Okay, I'm just making sure. Some of y'all ain't holding up your finger. I ain't going any further than this. We will sit in here and not go to lunch. <laughs> Amen. Okay, y'all look stupid. Put your hands down. <laughs> Besides childlike faith, there is another faith God tells us we need to have in order to accomplish the missions that he gives us. Katie, you ruined it for me. Go to Matthew 17, 20. He replied, because you have so little faith, truly I tell you, if you have faith as, as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it'll move, nothing will be impossible for you. Guys, look at that small dot on your finger. That's all it takes. You can draw on your finger the size of faith that you need to move a dadgum mountain. And you're telling me that you don't have enough faith to take a step for God when he calls you to a mission? Really? That dot, that dot represents straight-up courage obedience and faith all wrapped into one in that small dot that's all it takes guys I want to prove a point to you guys that it's actually not hard to have faith in God I mean a lot of people think it's hard they think it seems hard but you have an option when it comes to faith. You can either have faith in God or faith in man. Most people have more faith in man over God because they can see man and they cannot see God. All right. You got the mustard seed on your finger, right? I'm going to prove to you guys that faith with God is, is a lot easier than faith with man, okay? That mustard seed, that is God-made, right? Now, obviously, everything's God-made, but y'all follow me with this, okay? I, Mikey, I don't want to hear it, because Mikey will be like, but, but Jesus was in the Old Testament, like you did last time. Like, I don't want to hear all that, okay? Just follow me, all right? I'm trying to prove a point, Mikey. So, mustard seed, God-made, right? You plant it, what happens? Do y'all really know what happens? Some people are like, is it a bush? Is it a flower? What is it? What does a mustard seed actually make? It's a six-foot tree when it's fully grown, okay? I know that because I looked it up this morning. I didn't know either. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know if, like, mustard came out of the ground. I really didn't know. Six-foot tree, guys. So I'm 5'10". Thanks. 5'9 okay? <laughs> So a little taller than I am is what you get out of that. So if you plant a mustard seed and you water it and you take care of it, it's going to produce a mustard tree. Amen? We, we can all agree on that, right? Okay, okay. This is a $1 bill. This is all I get paid. I don't even get this. I don't want this. But anyway, $1 bill, guys. One buck. This is man-made. You can take this 
And from $1, if you invest it correctly, can be a billionaire. Which one do you have more faith in, guys? The man-made $1 bill to be a billionaire or that mustard seed growing a six-foot mustard tree? God, right? It's not hard to have faith in God, guys. It's all in how you look at it. You got any arguments there, Mikey? Was that okay? All right. <laughs> so how do we gain faith to accomplish these missions from God? Okay, that's the thing that I always get. Mikey, this is great. You're telling me about all this faith, but how do I get faith? This is the easiest one. Like all these characteristics I've had to explain how to get them. It's been a little tougher for me to explain. This one's actually really easy by reading and doing the Word of God. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Pick up your dadgum Bible and open it. But Michael, where do I start? Somewhere in the middle. Doesn't matter. Open your Bible and start reading it. And then James chapter 1, verse 22. But don't just listen to God's Word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. Open the Bible and then do what it says. And guess what? Faith happens. All of a sudden, you're walking tall. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, God calls you to start a ministry. And it's easy. You got this. You have the faith to do it. It's our job at this church as leadership to prepare you for that. This whole series is about this church, this leadership, getting the rest of you prepared to step up, just like Katie did. I need everybody in this room to understand something. God's calling you to do something. Trust me. If you wake up and you're breathing, God's asking you to do something. You say, but Micah, no, he hasn't. Listen, setting an example alone is a ministry. I think we try to complicate it too much. I think we wake up every morning and we think, all right, God, I need you to show me. <laughs> I, I, I used to do this. God, I, show me exactly what you want me to do. That ain't faith. Faith is what you can't see. I have no doubt that God is going to use this church in a major way. I'm going to rephrase that. God is going to use his church in a major way. There's a lot of churches that feel the same way that I do right now, that there's a major movement coming. I actually believe it's already here. I just believe it's intensifying. If we don't get you prepared for it, we're not doing our job. I'm going to say this because I have this much confidence in our leadership and this church. You're there. It's time to take a step. If y'all remember weeks back, we preached on courage. The opposite of courage 
is being a coward. God hates coward. And then you also have to have faith to please God. Guys, don't, don't be that. Don't be the coward. Don't be the lack of faith. Be the light. Be him. Because he lives right here. And he's trying to come out. It's our job to let him out. Amen? Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to finish this series in a couple weeks. Because I had like twice as much as that in love. So we're going to talk on love next time. Grab a pen and paper. Write this down. Take this with you. Give you a second. Get your pens and papers. Y'all should all have one. You've been drawing on your hand. Go ahead, Nick. Faith is proven through our actions, so let your actions speak louder than your words. Pretty easy, right? Don't talk a talk, guys. Step up. These things we talk about in this church have got to get outside of this church. Don't leave them in these four walls when you leave today. Amen?